This is Saturday, April 15th, and we're finishing up our podcast on this week after Easter, looking at the death of death. You ever find find change difficult and moving toward a new way of living difficult? Some time ago, I read the story of Queen Victoria and Prince Albert. When they discovered each other, they found an extraordinary, extraordinary love, something they didn't even know was possible. They soon married, and Victoria had nine children. But 21 years into their marriage, Albert contracted typhoid fever and died, leaving Victoria shattered. She never recovered from the loss. You say, well, how so? She made his room a sacred room and kept it exactly as it had been before he died. Every day for the rest of her life, she had the linens changed on his bed, his clothes were laid out fresh, his, and even warm water put into a basin for him to shave. At her bed, and every bed she kept, she slept in for the rest of her life, she had his photograph attached. She wore black every day as long as she lived. Wow! Talk about being stuck. She lived like this for 40 years. We can all easily get stuck. I know as we talk about the resurrection, we celebrate life in Jesus, and we know all this is true. Yes, we say we believe, but we can continue to live the same life. And so I would ask, what sign of the resurrection is there in your life? What sign of the cross is there in your life? Here's our scripture for today, John chapter 21, verse 13 to 17. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said it to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Now, of course, this is a shocking scene. We're not told how many days after Jesus' resurrection this took place, but we are told it was his third appearance to Peter. Let's think about this scene for a moment. Here are the disciples of Jesus. They're back in Galilee. They're back at their nets as they had been before they met Jesus. How could they be right back where they were before? Why were they not off living the mission of the gospel that Jesus had given to them? Something seems wrong. And there is. Do you remember what Peter did after Jesus went to the cross? He had promised to stick with Jesus even if it meant his death. But when the rubber met the road and his life was on the line, Peter denied even knowing Jesus, and he did so repeatedly. Why is he back fishing? In his own mind, he failed Jesus. How could he go on to serve Jesus if he's denied him? 
How many of us think that we cannot be servants of Jesus because we are not qualified or because of something in our story, in our track record? Maybe something that is some, someone that has lived a faithful life can do that, but not me. Jesus would not allow Peter to remain stuck in his failure and his shame. He appeared to Peter and a number of the other disciples that were with him, and he prepared breakfast and then revealed his glory through a catch of fish. Before Peter could apologize, Jesus asked Peter if he loved him. Well, of course he did. But Jesus didn't let the conversation end without pressing him to the limit. He asked him three times, and each time Peter expressed his love for Jesus. Jesus simply said, Feed my sheep. Take care of my sheep. Get on with the ministry that I have given to you, Jesus told him. Care for people. Share the good news. Shepherd the flock. Now likely we can see reasons that we would not make the best representatives for Christ in his kingdom. I know I can. But the death of Jesus changes all of that. Of course we are not worthy. But it's not our worthiness or unworthiness but about the power of the love of Jesus to love us through the worst in our lives and to continue to tell us that he wants to work through us. Peter didn't much like Jesus pressing him, but the end result was in seeing a forgiveness that Jesus had already provided to Peter on the cross and a calling of Jesus to join the mission of the gospel, a mission not taken away because he failed. The gospel assumes we're going to fail and fall on our faces. It absolutely glorifies our weaknesses as it shows the power of the love of Jesus in us. You know, Peter went on to become head of the church for a time in Jerusalem and then of the church in the capital city of the Roman Empire. And in the end, he was crucified as Jesus had been except for this. He told his executioner to crucify him upside down. He felt he didn't even deserve to be crucified as Jesus was. All of us, none of us can live our own redemption story. We need Jesus to redeem us. And this is what the cross and resurrection are all about. We also learn that Jesus is determined to work through us. Weaknesses and failures and all. And that's how we celebrate the resurrection every day. We live in it by joining our lives to the mission of God to bring the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ to every corner of our world, starting right where God has placed us. Would you pray with me? Thank you, O Lord, for forgiving us, for restoring us, and inviting us to join in the work you're doing in the world. Give us joy in the resurrection of Jesus, that we might share his grace, grace with those around us. We pray in his name. Amen.